0: Happy Monday guys. Troy here. Let's talk motivation on this hashtag Motivation Monday. Um, yesterday for the first time in many, many, many months, I dusted off my old X-bone and played me a couple AAA titles that I had in my library. One was Skyrim, and the other was Middle Gear Solid 5, the Phantom Pain. Now, even with the Skyrim uh like, mod section, and I just started plugging in mods like a mofo, um, I started playing it again, and I stopped after a half hour, I mean, as great as Skyrim is as a game, what I did was I used the Start Another Life mod, which basically lets you play the game, well at least start the game outside of the usual Helgen beginning, um, so I was a Red Guard, uh, sailed on a boat, and that was my origin. And random surprise me, where do I land? I ended up landing in uh, I forgot Raven Rock. I think it's called. It's it was from the Dragonborn DLC. I landed on that island. Problem. I landed it randomly, no sense of direction, the explorer in me is like, great, I can just do what I want. Problem is, the game isn't scaled that way. So I had no direction, uh, other than a couple, you know, easy like pickings here and there. The game wasn't scaled for somebody to start there, and I found myself weaponless, directionless, And getting my head lobbed off in 30 seconds by everyone outside of town. Quickly, now, the gamer in me was like, alright, you know, I should just grind this out. I should just find ways to grind, find ways to level up quickly. Plot-wise, even as open-ended as it was and exploratory as it was, plot-wise, it didn't compel me to keep going. So I switched it off, went to Metal Gear Solid V, The Phantom Pain, went to my old saves, restarted them. So I start the game completely from the beginning and quickly did playing it for one night turn into playing it for a second night while I re-explored um, playing this game again and, and the game itself was a gameplay marvel and honestly the plot wasn't that great, at least for Metal Gear Solid fans, but it gave me a more compelling plot and more compelling gameplay than Skyrim I know it's two different genres, and it's really easy to argue this one back and forth. But here's the difference. At least on the surface, at least in the beginning, Metal Gear Solid V was a revenge tale. Yes, it was just, it was open-ended in its own way compared to Skyrim, but it was all about somebody took away nine years of your life, and almost took away your entire life. You're going to fucking return the favor. Now whether the game eventually created uh, I'm sorry, realized that premise, you know that's up for the debate. That's up for a lot of debate. But I was motivated to keep playing because of the character's deeper sense of purpose. If you ever noticed, sometimes the best the best AAA games have stories and storylines that will keep you playing them. Now let's put this back into fitness and motivation. What is your deeper story? Why do you want to do it? It's so cliche to be like, what's your fitness goal? Okay, what is it your fitness goal? But if you don't have that powerful of a story, you're gonna let the more powerful stories of your life overtake your health and fitness. Promise you that. I'll tell you this right now, I cater a lot to generation Y, 20 to 40 year old people, 35 on 30 to 32 on average. And the ones that succeed have a deep either aspiration or deep desperation. An aspiration to become something and or a desperation to get away from something. Either an event that happened or an event their fear is going to happen. But they in turn created their own version of a hero's journey. And I guarantee you the stories that are strong enough in life all have that compelling of a hero's journey. So when you go into this whole health and fitness workout or any sort of goal, you really need to dig in to a stronger sense of purpose and create a stronger story for yourself. All right, talk to you later. All right. Here are my thoughts about last Saturday's UFC. We're only going to talk about the big two fights. Um, We're going to talk about... uh, Woodley Maya and Bones versus DC. Um, Just because, five minutes. First off, let's address the elephant in the room. Dana fucking White. Dana White, you are either Roger Goodell or you're Bob Arum. You're either a commissioner of a league or a promoter of fighting. You cannot be both. Pick one. Okay? You can't complain about how a champion plays its game. We can say we could talk I could talk shit. As a Chicago Bears fan, I could talk shit about how methodically Peyton Manning always played the game. How West Coasty, how trudgy, and how much of a slow death it was to watch that Super Bowl when Peyton Manning was playing the Bears, it was Bears Colts. And any other game he always played to win. It was very conservative. Some say it's very boring unless you are a huge fan of the team Peyton Manning is on. Roger Goodell has no room to bitch about that. Okay? But we, I understand. You are not a commissioner of a league. Even though you want to act like you are. You are a fight promoter. You're all you're cared about is asses, on, asses in seats. And clicks on the TV. You're worried about the money. So therefore, you want blood. You want violence. You want submissions. You want bones cracking. You want controversy. Because you want the attention. I get it. But don't go walking around here complaining about how your champion competes in a game. Okay? Tyron Woodley fought very conservatively. Much would say very boringly because he is the champion he fought exactly the same way GSP fought when he got the belts before he got the belt GSP was not known as GSP he was known as George Rush St Pierre what does that mean It meant he put away people before the fight was over he never took anything to decision that's how he was that's how GSP fought before he got the belts then he became the champion and he understood like every great champion it's no longer Your responsibility to take the risks. To be the man, you got to beat the man. That means as a challenger, you got to risk it. As a champion, you don't have to. It's not your job to do so anymore. It's your title to lose. It is your throne to be dethroned from. Okay. So it ain't Tyron Woodley's fault when Damian Maya didn't take the fight to him. Takes two to tangle at all times. So if you think Tyron Woodley is a boring fighter, then give him an exciting opponent. Give him an aggressive opponent to take the fight to him and try to take that dang belt off his waist, off his hands, off his shoulder. So, no, I don't like the fact that Dana White is screwing Tyron Woodley over on, on fights. You could say he's a boring fighter. I'm gonna say he's got put into boring fights. Give him a game opponent and you can really see how good Tyron Woodley is. Because he's on the throne. Fighters, go and get him. Now this leaves me one more minute to talk about John Jones versus DC. Guess what happened? John Jones ain't gonna play conservative because he doesn't have the belt. John Jones is going to take it to Daniel Cormier because despite it all, DC is still a methodical strategic fighter. He's just a very heavy strategic fighter, he's a very grinding strategic fighter. But once again, it was not his risks to take, it was John Jones's responsibility to take chances. And it's not like there was that much chance as a take for John Jones. He just executed a much better game plan. So congratulations to John Jones. Uh, I might talk about his character another time. But as a fighter, when he is at top of on the top of his game, he is outright unstoppable. So congrats to hit. and best of luck in the future. Alright, um, I did want to give one technical fitness tip today. Um, I got a feeling I'm going to be repeating myself many, many, many times over the course of however long I do podcasts for or give out any content, but the best content providers as far as information goes uh, will always hammer home the fundamentals and just say it in different ways, different times, you know, using different metaphors. So the one big fundamental you must cover is knowing what to focus on and what not to focus on. I categorize any fitness goal into three corners of a triangle. I'd like to call this the Triforce of Fitness. Anyway, um, the Triforce of Fitness. Three pieces of a larger triangle. You cover all three Triforces, make them one, you will succeed. So first off you have the triforce of strength are you doing the right kind of strength training for the body type you're looking for? now there now there is many myths out there there's the bulky weights make me big and the lighter weights for a bajillion times gonna make me skinny which I could talk about forever but I'm talking more in the lines of are you doing strength training that covers all the muscles at once, all together, and not individual muscle by individual muscle by individual muscle. Oh my God, my arms are flabby. I'm just going to do tricep extensions all day today. No. Keep in mind with each piece of this Triforce, we can go into greater details. But I just wanted to hammer home Uh, the fact that you would need all three. So anyway, moving on. We'll talk more about strength another day. The second Triforce. The Triforce of Conditioning. Conditioning is another word for cardio. And to me, it's that Triforce is split into two subcategories. Metabolic Conditioning, which is working on the top end cardio. And Recovery Conditioning, which is talking about the bottom end. You're going to need both. You're going to need to cover both those bases to seize that Triforce, the Triforce of Conditioning. Third, most important of all, the fact that you cannot train, out train a bad diet. You must master the triforce of nutrition. What is the best way to eat for your body? Now, there are nutrition wars out there telling you what diet is better for everybody. More than likely, it's because they want to sell a certain it, It's money's always involved when it comes to diets. Why coconut oil is banned again? Because the sugar industry wants to take over. I could go on. I'm not going to. Point being, the three triforces. You put them together and create the triforce of fitness, the triforce of strength, the triforce of conditioning, and the triforce of nutrition. Master all three. Make it your own, and you will get results. Keep in mind, you miss one of these pieces of the triforce. And something's gonna falter. Let's say you do strength and nutrition, well, you probably will not burn as much fat as you wanna burn because your metabolism ain't conditioned. Your most common mistake, and that is the triforce of strength and the triforce of conditioning with no nutrition, you're gonna be spinning wheels. I have seen many fat out of shape marathon runners <laughs> and fat out of shape CrossFitters. It's cause they do all that and don't hit the nutrition properly you do conditioning plus nutrition more than likely it's gonna make you just soft skinny fats because you didn't create the lean muscle tissue using the Triforce of strength every awesome body I've ever seen did all three and did them in a way where they're all connected to each other and all made sense I know it's daunting, and this is why I'm. This is why I'm still in the fitness industry to clear up a lot of misconceptions and figure out what works for each individual. Because each individual's version of the Triforce is going to be different. But you're going to need all three pieces together, working together, to get you to your goal. All right. More details. I'll talk later.